0: Welcome to episode eight of the podcast. Before we even start, we'd like to add a disclaimer. We're not promoting the use of anabolics or any sports enhancing drugs. Neither are we doctors, specialists, or endocrinologists. This episode is just for your general knowledge and entertainment. So today, we're going to give you an introduction to anabolics, what they are, what they do, why take them, who takes them, the pros and cons, and some common sense advice to anyone thinking about taking them.
1: I think at some point, everyone thinks of taking them, especially um, in bodybuilding and sports.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Now well, I'm just saying like everyone, but
0: I think a lot of guys do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, guys yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, most
1: guys, most guys. I think it's now become a lot of people
2: just take um, almost recreational,
1: yeah, even yeah, true. Yeah, you know, just
2: to go clubbing and stuff to look good. Yeah. Yeah, you know, look good in Ib like beef and places like that. And I think like the scope of who uses steroids has changed a lot in in the UK, US and places, Europe. Yeah. Gone to the days when I was young guys, hardcore sports people like at the top tier, and bodybuilders. Yeah. So there's a way more common usage now in places like the UK amongst the young. Yeah. And it's maybe too young. We're
1: going to cons later but yeah it's just one of those things that start in the medical field and end up in the sporting and fitness industry yeah. i guess yeah
0: well that's okay yeah, but yeah like porn stars are all used
1: yes yes, <laughs> yes 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 yeah
2: and porn stars used for different reasons yes well, we sports and right well, so. performance <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: well don't think performance but there's a you know, load shedding <laughs> point.
1: Yeah, it's just one of those things I think uh, bodybuilders are known for because it's very—it's no secret anymore in the bodybuilding world. In other sports, no, I guess it's since yeah, since it's, it's pretty much illegal in other sports, so to speak. So, yeah.
2: but and we got onto it. Nearly every sport uses steroids. I'm sure, yeah. And can <laughs> get onto that again later. Yeah, you know, it's a stupidity and naivety to think that. Olympic athletes with narrow margins aren't using banned substances and it's about not getting caught. Um, and to of the to a point where government institutions have labs, they're coming up with a new substance that isn't on the banned list yet. And that's basically why at Olympic level people aren't getting caught for the usage because they're actually using compounds that aren't banned yet but will be banned probably in two three years. Mm. So the best nations try to stay ahead of the curve and that's, that's just cost supplementation until it's banned then it becomes a,
0: a ped. that's really interesting i didn't know that so th- this episode will i'll be like leon and andy in the pelvic health episode <laughs> i will be learning from them yeah. <laughs> yeah. so let, let's just first of all can you tell everyone what anabolics are i mean yeah give us a little so anabolics fall into two main categories
2: anabolic and androgenic steroids. But they're all derivatives of the male hormone testosterone. When I say the male hormone, it's primarily the male hormone, but yeah, women the do reduce testosterone. Um, and the anabolics and androgenics have two different functions. So steroids fall into those two main categories. Together, we call them AASs, anabolic and androgenic steroids. Um, so anabolics are used for building tissue and growth. Yeah. Androgynics is to do with changing sexual hormones the, and balancing sexual hormones.
1: Yeah, the masculinization, yeah. I think.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah, control of oestrogen, estradiol in the body, yeah. progesterone, and changing these levels. And there's obviously proper medical benefits to this, and that's why steroids steroids were produced to treat various um various medical conditions. You know, be it from. Growth issues to from dwarf, you know, dwarfism is treated with steroids as puberty issues. People were going to puberty late. There's also liver and heart diseases that are treated in cancers that are treated with steroid usage. Yeah. So, because they also have an effect on different tissues in the body and every, every sort of anabolics or androgenics. And there's also, you know, hormone replacement therapy for older people and treating of the female menopause.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: so that's the common usage and i think it was in the 1930s or even slightly before then yeah. scientists were coming up with experiments using steroids for soldiers and athletes so the big one was like the nazis were really big on testosterone um, yeah. experimentation yeah they were to weird War, the second war trying to produce super soldiers
0: wow i thought that was just in the movies and then yeah, I no mean, we don't know
2: actually yeah. you know, was a truth there like, at the time the Nazis had some of the world's best scientists yeah. and then after the war they all thought yeah
1: because yeah. well, yeah. well, um... the
2: government took them I and yeah, made them their own but that's you yeah. know the testosterone was a part of some of the experimentation part of um, you know if you look at the second world war post second world war like Olympics and things time shot up because steroids started becoming a Used in the sporting arena. Yeah, the,
1: and um, uh, that's when the what was it, the Soviet Union or?
2: Soviet Russia? Union got massively into Yeah, it well. and
1: the Americans were just like, how do we? Why do we keep losing? And
2: yeah, it's just a like, story had, I was reading. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't banned at the time.
1: No, yeah, yeah, because none
2: really you knew enough about it. Yeah, so it's just
1: seemed like oh yeah, we're we'll just
2: giving a little bit. of Testosterone this guy, that guy. And yeah, we, let's you know, see how
1: he performed. <laughs> exactly.
2: And, you know, it has to do with that, you know, the ability to train. But, you know, and it's still being used and experimented on today in the sporting arena. And it's not a new thing. People talk about steroids like they're new in sport. But they've been, as I say, going since the time of the Second World War, you know. And there was, we, the knowledge of testosterone was even older than that, you know. And... It used to be thought um, there were different androgen receptors which would, you know, different compounds would affect. It turns out an androgen receptor is just an androgen receptor. So these receptors are in every tissue of the body, including the heart, and they, they and then the testosterone or the compound binds to that receptor, yeah. depending on what the compound depends on the effect and, and its, um, its affinity to the binding. So... And that's basically how we work. You know, bind use receptors. It causes a change in the body, a trigger for hormonal change, or or tissue growth as a result of depending if it's an anabolic or androgenic. So some steroids, the androgenics are used actually to to change a hormone balance in the body, which may be so things like um, you know androgenic inhibitors, AIs, are used for uh, reducing oestrogen when someone's on a cycle of testosterone so the primary compound will be an anabolic compound to grow tissue in bodybuilding and then the androgenic part will be to control the
1: estrogen production yeah
2: yeah and you know it's trying to keep because the idea is trying to keep some sort of natural order and levels and you know as testosterone shoots up so does estrogen to try and balance naturally balance out yeah so bodybuilders want high testosterone and low estrogen, but that also has its
0: health issues. Yeah. There must be so many knock on effects, you know, if you're, yeah. if you're, I mean, just tampering with your hormones is always, I, I feel that's always a little bit scary. Um, yeah. Um, but it, it, it is amazing what you can do. And,
1: um, yeah, it's one of those things you really, really need to do your research, I guess, and, and get all the information before you start. Cause nowadays I think too many young guys, train for six months and then they think it's like a magic, magic drug. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I mean, if you do mess up your hormones, Uh, you you couldn't be affected for years.
2: uh, Well, that's the thing, you know, and and obviously one of the cons is if you start on testosterone or other compounds, which are testosterone based, it is actually that you may be on it for the rest of your life. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
2: They even have Um, a normal, normal function. And that's what people have to realize it's not it's not something you can pick up and put down
0: yeah
2: it's not a, a recreational drug it has to then become a lifestyle almost lifestyle medicine like you would take if you're a epi- uh, diabetic or an athletic where you take yeah. medicine every day that's what it creates that situation
1: yeah
2: that's why it should never be taken lightly ever you know i've been training for a long time and i'm still fast as well I'm not sure if I'd be classed completely natural. Some people think creatine and protein are not natural. But yeah. To say, yeah, I don't take anabolics. Um, I have used growth hormone in a medical capacity where a doctor prescribed it to try and regrow cartilage in my knees.
0: Yeah, okay.
2: And I'll tell you, yeah. interesting, I used to have to inject human growth hormone into my knee and it was an agony and painful and really little beneficial result, so we stopped it. Oh. We did another scan. Yeah. Cartilage didn't grow too much because... Um, growth hormone has been linked to cartilage production and growth hormone isn't an anabolic steroid it's a growth hormone yeah hormone is a hormone of its own the same with insulin is a hormone of its own but also both used by bodybuilders
1: mm-hmm. yeah mostly bodybuilders
2: yeah and there's other medicines that fall into it, like metaformin which is used by diabetics is also used by bodybuilders so there's a lot of other yeah, you know, people ban the term steroid and, and try to throw everything in it, but there's actually various compounds used by bodybuilders that don't fall into the actual AAS category. Mm. So insulin is considered probably one of the most anabolic hormones in the body because it's used for storing food yeah. and breakdown down food and control of blood sugars and how you use food in your body to produce tissue and everything else. But it's also one of the probably most dangerous.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and misuse, you know, in the especially in the bodybuilding world, yeah. it's not used by many other sports. I don't think. Okay. Bodybuilding, when you're trying to grow, yeah. Definitely. Well, we use in a lot of Olympic weightlifting to get people up to the next weight categories and stuff. You know, change, get them stronger. I don't like.
1: Yeah, yeah like an off-season training, in an off-season training setting.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah like strong men yeah. strong men like we all look at the world's strongest men and they are naturally super strong but all those guys are using steroids
0: Yeah, and
2: that's just common knowledge don't talk yeah. about it unlike bodybuilders who are open and honest yeah. the strong man world at the top level isn't
0: I, I find that so so interesting like when I didn't know much about bodybuilding before I met Leon and I was I, I was really naive I'm like what if is- you know, someone says they're not using it well of course they're not using it but and then talking to you as well like so many yeah. people do use it so should we look a little bit at bodybuilding um yeah and um yeah like who, who uses it um you know how prevalent it is and like you said some use insulin some using gh just talk us through all of all of this juicy stuff Hmm.
2: Do you want to go, Leon? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying you
1: to see where, to, yeah, where to start. But uh, I yeah, think the it's subject yeah, subject, and, and
2: yeah. we have multiple episodes. Like, yeah, you know, we talk about females if you want first. Because That's what i was lot, thinking. Lot, yeah, talk about females. Yeah. So and women less
1: research in, too.
2: Yeah, a lot less research. The problem is with women in both, Women have a, a small amount of testosterone in their body, small amount, and it's got a very important function. And it's all part of that estrogen, progesterone, testosterone balance. Yeah. You know, and testosterone is used for building muscle and everything else. But even so is estrogen, actually. So women in bodybuilding will take a small amount, well, some will take a large amount of testosterone, probably. Yeah. But Depending on your you goals. <laughs> get a lot from a small amount of testosterone in bodybuilding. So the big one will be a, like a oral cycle for women, something like Anavar. A lot of female bikini and I don't even think bikinis necessarily need it, but at the top level we really take it anyway, yeah. and figure especially, will take anavar, which is an te- all testosterone supplementation now, with anavar or Var as it's also known yeah. it's very useful a small dosage will be fine for most women, but a lot of women will take a large dosing and their testosterone levels peak and pick up. Now, and it always makes me laugh when women talk about side effects of testosterone. Yeah. Like, you know, the deeper deepening voice, growing clitoris, The jaws. Yeah. Body <laughs> hair, get a thicker jaw. Yeah. That's not a side effect. That is an effect. That's a whole... Point, point That's of what testosterone. That's testosterone yeah. level. You push on... You know, you take a masculine hormone, you will get slightly more masculine if you take too much. Yeah. Because obviously you can peak it up a little bit so you know you want the idea is you want to increase it without going through the ceiling yeah but everyone chasing more gains and women are no different to men in that sense once they start growing muscle it then becomes how much is too much and a lot of people have been given bad information over the years and they just get these effects where suddenly we start talking to and you're like i mean you know we're sex drivers through the roof and everything else and you're like well Funny thing you know, your periods stop and everything, and
0: yeah.
2: you're like, Well, yeah, because you've just taken testosterone, and it's used in people going through sex changes. Mm-hmm. You know, women will take super mass testosterone to have a sex change,
0: yeah.
2: I, and there's female bodybuilders almost on the same levels, you know. Yeah, that's and that's, that's what the worry is it's, the, yeah. p- the know, so it's not a side muscle. effect, it's an effect, it, and you have to understand that those effects are normal. And you will grow muscle. And with Anovar, the muscle gets very hard and it's like, you get that granularity loss.
0: So, I mean, if you take just a small amount of the anavar, you won't get the effects, the masculine effects. Well, you,
2: you yeah, a lot of women will do a 10 milligram cycle and see no ill effect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, five, 10 milligrams and take, you know, for six weeks and take a six week break will most, yeah, that's the sort of a common, very common <sighs> bikini or figure cycle in the world and you won't see a vast effect. But again, you can't say how your body will respond. yeah you're a woman already got relatively high yeah. testosterone for a woman and, and some women that build muscle quite well probably yeah. do.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, 'cause
2: they're the ones very... start chasing because they're like already got a good amount of growth when they start using testosterone. And as a result, mm. they probably push the ceiling too high with that much. You probably get away with a
0: less. It's less. Who knows? And sorry, like uh, like with it, it, for men, they go like if they're taking tests then they then they'll go through the, the what do you call it? Uh, post, uh, oh, post, post post cycle. Thank you. That one. Would w- women have to women do the don't same need thing? PCT. Or you won't because Women will won't need PCT so yeah. much because PCT is about
2: getting your natural testosterone levels back. back okay, yeah. okay. With women, because you pushed it and you're not yeah. meant to have that high testosterone, yeah. you're better for off,
0: off. Okay, then you don't have to... But
2: that's why you, have you shouldn't be putting a yeah. massive dose of gin to start with.
1: Yeah. And it's crazy. And then, you
2: know, I would, yeah. Let's say, I don't think many women actually, unless you're a super serious bodybuilder, you don't need to. No.
1: Yeah, because no. the, s- no need to. the yeah. serious guys go on for what, even a year? You're, yeah but at the end of the day it's knowing what you're doing your genetics because it's all very individual i think it's very it's, it's it's hormones it's just like training so it'll different individuals different effects and side effects so to speak
0: and um, i guess for women you know you could be affecting your potential to have, have a baby have a baby so you've got to be extra careful
1: yeah it's a, it's a choice i guess unless you and then, um, I guess I say also depends on like which country you're in. Cause assuming like, um, uh, like in Europe where there's a lot of therapy and, uh, you know, yeah. tests, what, what is the test tube babies and stuff. So women yeah. freeze, yeah, yeah, freeze their eggs, you know, compete. And after a lot of women still get to. Uh, Yeah,
2: that's the thing though. It's got you got that Mm -hmm. foresight, that ability to do things like that. It's like freezing Mm -hmm. eggs or having children. And that's Mm -hmm. the same with anyone using testosterone. You know, anabolic steroids. There could be, depending on the individuals. Not everyone, especially. Mm -hmm. You know, I wouldn't. If you are planning and you don't have any children and you really want children, you're probably better off to staying clear because.
1: Although it is possible then to go back and have children,
2: it takes a lot to get back to a uh, sort of where you can.
0: Yeah. You
2: know? Yeah. Um, if you've gone high, obviously, for a lot of guys using low dosage, yes. you know, and doing PCT properly, and coming off completely, then there is a good chance to still have kids. And yeah. people do all the time. Yeah. I mean, especially in the early days, it's when people pushed it too hard to, from a young age.
1: Yeah. Yeah, which is more now the difference between using and abusing because uh, yeah exactly
2: <laughs> and well, that's the thing like, a lot of bodybuilders yeah, don't uh, use it ab- it's abusive they're pushing no we're talking about men now in general you know.
0: yeah
2: Problem is you know a lot of young guys who are teenagers early 20s probably need to use steroids at all they want oh you're still in your test prime levels at the highest at that peak yeah. at that point and you can just put on tissue anyway you know you need to, if you're between eight, I'd say if you're between eight, top, you're thinking about steroids necessarily. You know, maybe, yeah, 25 push depends on the individual, but, you know, 21, 18, you know, 15 to 21. No. Growth year is about any, you know? Yeah. You're still
1: so, at your peak. Yeah, there's, there's still so much room for you to grow.
0: And I think also mentally as well, um, you know, you need to push yourself naturally, I think first, almost sort of, you know, deserve to get to using steroids.
1: Yeah, because they, they, like you said, mentally, because they also affect you mentally anyway. So at at 20 or 15, are you really ready to handle that mental pressure?
2: Yeah, and here's the thing, though, like, so, uh, you know, most men, they use some sort of testosterone compound. Testosterone is produced by the testes. Yes. So, when, the, when the, you're taking exogenous testosterone, your testes <laughs> don't des- need to testosterone because you can get them somewhere else. So, therefore, you realise your testicles are going to shrink. <laughs> they switch off.
1: They're like, you they have enough.
2: <laughs> you know, like, oh, you're getting it from somewhere else. So I don't need to produce testosterone anymore. Now, once yeah, you know, once you switch off your testes, you gotta be careful of that's something you've switched off. It's not gonna be producing anything. Now, if you're a young guy, why would you want to do that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's it's. Now, it's... you're older, it becomes slightly different. You know, because you reach a certain level and you don't. You know, your body lies, and your know, hormones are stable. Yeah, yeah, there's probably... And there's also some benefits to taking testosterone, especially as you get older, when mm-hmm. your natural testosterone levels are ping. And that's the whole TRT argument. Yeah. A lot of health benefits for testosterone replacement therapy. You know, for guys over 40, Benefits including fighting depressions and anxieties, you know, various heart disease. But we're talking again usage over abusage,
1: yeah. And a
2: young guy using any sort of testosterone is abusing, it's naturally anyway. So, you know, um, most guys will run you know cycles, and you know, a cycle. See guys using like you know Tremblow, Nangelo, Testosterone, crazy, milligrams. <laughs> yeah, like thousands. And you yeah, don't need, you yeah. know, I think a sensible thing if you do get to that level where you really want to use steroids is try the mi- minimum levels, you know, go for the minimum levels and, and try and get some benefit out of those minimum levels rather than following the guy who's been training at the gym for 10 years, right, I, who's, who's been on steroids, and he isn't necessarily in the greatest condition. Then why would you listen to him anyway? Yeah,
1: because
2: yeah, lots of diminishing returns.
1: And it's on, it's amazing how most of the research, because I think we've even shared some of the videos, like the JP, you know, when uh, <laughs> Luke's podcast. And most of them would start, you know, without the knowledge and go super high. And then yeah. now, now they're you know I, I, I don't know if i can call it regret but they're all like it's,
2: I think it's like that, I think. yeah
1: cuz i've just learned it's like you don't need that much it's it it's, it's just cuz you're in a rush but you really don't need that much it's it's almost a waste and it's dangerous so yeah it's,
2: it's changing your health markers yeah so
1: it just or depends yeah it depends on which Sort of meathead you get your advice from. If it's if it's one who's just telling you, you know, use and run away, it's it's not. I do want to
2: put a caveat into all this. This is what a lot of people don't realize. When you see a top bodybuilder who's in amazing shape, the steroids didn't do that. The steroids assisted. Yeah. But actually, and this is what people don't realize: people think taking steroids is going to make it easy.
1: You take it, it sit and watch TV.
2: It's way more complicated mm. like for me training naturally is a lot easier to gauge my diet knowing what's going to happen yeah everything takes a lot longer with steroid usage it's a lot quicker like the effects yeah. but there's a lot more variables now to control you know having your blood taken making sure you're healthy making sure you're supplementing with like you know liver supplements you know heart supplements kidney supplements because you know it will affect your organ, you know. Especially like all cycles, people just want to take tablets. is a very has a very heavy effect on the liver
1: yeah, and the kidneys.
2: toxicity. You know, you know you, liver toxicity. You know, having to break down all compounds is horrendous. Right? The good thing is the liver can repair, but you know, constant constant having to break down any sort of medication's bad. Now, you know, people who inject testosterone, there's other knock-on effects. It's like, you know, so there is health effects. And, you know, we've seen taking testosterone can thicken the wall of the heart because the heart's a muscle. It's got Mm -hmm. androgen receptors in it. Therefore, it will build tissue. The blood gets thicker, so it needs to be stronger. So the heart grows. That... You know, it can, you know, that can have a knock-on effect for health, so you know, the increase blood cell count, you know, increase in HDL, mm-hmm. you know, cholesterol increases, yeah. and women even more susceptible to this, men in the sense that you know, estrogen is an, you know, helps reduce cholesterol. Now, when they start taking high levels of well, bad cholesterol, should I say, it helps with. Yeah. Now, when you start taking high levels of a woman, and your estrogen to testosterone balance is off, you're more likely to build up those bad, bad cholesterol. And as a result, you know... We're talking, again, about sort of abusing steroids. I think it's actually a lot easier for women to abuse testosterone than men.
0: Yeah.
2: Because of levels. But men do it anyway. So... Yeah, it's about trying to remember
1: you Internet. <laughs> uh,
0: we lost yeah. we lost you, Andy, sorry. I
2: know. i was just saying, you yeah, know, it always is important to remember the views.
0: Yes. Yeah, but well, I, I really liked your, your point how the steroids are not doing the work. That's why I think when you're young, you need to have that work ethic. You need to put in the discipline, you know, the, the training before you can even think about, you know, taking enhancing. something. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I think
1: guys assume enhancing, yeah. yeah, guys assume enhancing means you're working less and ju- and you grow, and it, they, I think they don't realise how you just have to train harder, eat harder, rest harder. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: and you're immune, yeah, you've got to be careful
0: because
2: your yeah. immunity drops, you're more likely to pick up illnesses when you use anabolics.
0: Oh, I didn't right? know that.
2: Because your body is having to work harder to keep homeostasis yeah. and it's always fighting, and yeah. therefore your immunity drops down. Oh. So, you know, and the potential for cortisol increases. So, people have to realize, because you're training harder as well, I think that's part of the knock on effect, you're training harder. Yeah. Steroids aren't used, you know, to, to um, if you just took steroids and sat at home, you're not gonna build <laughs> yeah. significantly muscle. Yeah. Right, it's just not gonna happen, right? You have to climb that with foot brain really hard. And I think that's what people have to realize is, is it's icing on the cake. It's that cherry on the top. Everything needs to be in you know, place yeah. before you can even consider taking steroids. If you look high, green.
1: Yeah, be, sorry. High, completed
2: as a natural for years it was massive and in great shape as a natural, right? Then taking anabolics just pushed them to that next top level. Yeah. And that's what it's about. It's not about being 18 and never doing a show and taking anabolics, because the health knock-on isn't worth it. And then, if you're trying to just get ready for the beat, you can do that dieting and training.
1: Yeah. And then you find most of the young guys don't even know how to diet and train. Yeah. and with the i guess with enhancement it's because it helps increase your protein synthesis and just yeah. your storage of carbs so if you're not if your nutrition is already way off there's it's a waste almost because what protein is there to be synthesized if you're not eating no carbs to be stored and yeah i, I don't know it's i guess it's how the media also portrays it
2: well, certainly that's what you the rest of the world I was going because <laughs> so I realised because of me
0: sorry me-
2: well dropping off but maybe steroids seem like a magic solution yeah, yeah. No. and in fact when people start taking steroids on a bulking cycle they'll start holding a lot of water and actually not look much better yeah what happens what they're good for is in a cutting cycle retaining muscle as you get leaner so you get big. Uh, look, there is a lot more to take than with anabolics. Yeah,
1: it's a it's a whole science on its own. But this is just to let guys know that it's not anything new in sports, fitness, bodybuilding. No. It's it's just showing you the difference between abuse and use and. <laughs>
0: But also that like, like Andy, you said to get to that next level. Yeah, yeah. You've, Sometimes. you've. I think you've got to. It's uh, you. The you... choice you make, you've got to. If you're serious about
2: bodybuilding, at some point you're gonna have to make the decision on where you go. Like if you if you're being and doing well, you've got to decide: Do I go to the next level? Do I join a natural federation and become a pro? Yeah. Do I or go, go and compete in olympia because if you want to go to that top level of the olympia at some point you're going to be having to compete on stage where everyone's on steroids yeah and that's even that bikini you're meant
0: yeah. right?
2: you are going to step on that stage where everyone is using Right. and you've got to decide if that's to you like you know the reason i don't yet compete at ifbb because i'm not ready to take that step necessarily because i would have to get a lot bigger and to, to get that bigger at my age, I would have to use steroids. Yeah,
1: Yeah, but you're...
2: PA, there's still guys who are natural with some guys using, you know, and people say, oh, why do you want to compete? Why don't you just go natural? But for <laughs> me, it's like, oh, say, you know, I said this on my podcast, yeah. it's about being in the big race.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, I, I want to be able to test the guys using and, and hold my own. Right? Yeah. And then if I choose to go to the next level, I'll, I'll decide to use a bit. Of and for me, because I'm older, I feel that's more sensible because yeah, for you it's I don't perfect. have the same health issues now. You know, I've gone through most of my life. If I start using now, Logo. it's essentially testosterone replacement yeah, therapy. Yeah, it'll be yeah. like a TRT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I to keep building, because it's not called in my 40s, and I'm going to have to probably consider it, at least testosterone replacement therapy. But for a lot of guys, if you're just competing at local shows, there's no point. If though, you do. Because there is the, what's it, the IFBB pro, there's a pro league really? and there's the elite pro. Yeah. Now, the elite pro is as miss. When we talked about it, it's basically on the bodybuilding. It's like this missed, messed up concept for me. It's exactly. the, this idea that one day bodybuilding's going to be in the Olympic Games.
1: Yeah, so and it keep never it natural. is going bit. to
2: be in the Olympic Games because it's too niche. And mm-hmm. People have to realize this. Stop trying to flog a dead horse. And
1: also, bodybuilders don't really care about being in the Olympic Games. We no. there's a we no. like bodybuilding the way it is. Our sort of our world. <laughs> it's well, like who I would say it. Yeah,
2: it's a business thing because for the elite, uh, for the elite pro guys, but like the guys who organize it. Yeah. I get to the Olympics is
0: to get that Olympic
1: money. True, true, true. Ah. It's a business at it's the end of the that day. Is, money.
2: That's yeah. always the you same know, reason behind it. You don't have to it. promote a show. Yeah. You don't have to promote a show. Your country puts people forward oh, and yeah. it's at the Olympic Games.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Interesting. But it's
0: never going to be there. That's... Well, sh- I don't think it should be, be there. there. Yeah, it's there. A, yeah, it's
1: it's like... Um, um, Sorry. It's like what Fu had said on the podcast. You know, bodybuilders just... We like the way it is. It's, it's a yeah, different gosh. world, it's a different discipline, and Olympics or not, there'll still be bodybuilders and there'll still be competitions.
2: As I mean, <laughs> like, if you want to stay natural, join a natural federation, Yeah. with their prize money, even the elite pro, win a, a natural bodybuilding show, and there's good prize money, real big natural federations, and those pro cards are hard to come by. Because it takes a lot of discipline to be a natural pro.
0: Yeah.
2: You've got to think, you know, na- pro naturals, to, to get ready for a show is a six-month commitment.
0: hmm
2: In a natural. yeah. You know, yes. uh, a guy on steroids can get ready for a show in 16 to 12 weeks, easy.
0: That's a crazy difference. But look, you're looking
2: at, like, six months to get ready for a natural mm. show, a body level, being that dry. Yeah. Actually,
0: because
2: you've got to have diet breaks.
0: Because otherwise mm.
2: your muscles shrink. With anabolics, you basically counteract on how much muscle wastage and loss you have. Because yeah. one of the uses of natural usage, proper usages of steroids is to prevent muscle wastage in things like AIDS and cancer. HIV,
1: yeah, yeah, and cancer,
2: yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, it has that true. Yeah, that's kind of what it's used for. So I think you know, you've got to make a decision. And if you want to be in the big game, competing at big international shows, you have to then make that choice because you are, it's not a level playing field. Ronnie Coleman was natural for a long time, he said, and he yeah. got to that point where he couldn't win a show.
1: Yeah, he was And he kept getting like third
2: places <laughs> and he said to himself, if I'm going to win a show, I've got to make the playing field level. Yeah, I'm going to do what they do. <laughs> the legality issues in America, he was actually a policeman. Oh yeah. Actually, not, uh, steroids are still illegal in the states, but they are a, a grey area in the UK because it's not illegal to be a possession and use steroids. It's illegal to sell and buy. So if you found the steroids, that's fine. But it's if okay. you found buying steroids, you can get arrested. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But um, in the US, it's it's slightly different. And he was a policeman, and yeah, you know, I think that's why he stayed natural for so long. But at yeah. some point, he needed to even that playing field, and then after that, you know, he was winning shows and he still wasn't winning the Olympia because he didn't have enough knowledge of what he was doing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, generally speaking, you know, if you want to be a top level bodybuilder, you're going to have to make a decision. But if you don't want to be a top level bodybuilder, don't touch on. Well, it's also an investment, isn't it? It I mean, it's not cheap. And this is a thing I was going to say, the cost level, and it's not even the cost of the steroids, right? Blood tests you are an idiot,
1: if you are
2: not doing regular blood tests and you're using steroids, you're an idiot, because even what I've said there, lipid levels, You know your, your cholesterol levels, what high levels, and we don't want your total cholesterol number, because that won't change. What you got to look at is your HDL versus LDL. LDL, yeah. Your
1: You're the in...
2: and, you know, Also The hemocratic levels, how much red blood cells you have. You know, blood bodybuilders give a lot of blood, don't they Blood. Because they have to get rid of about a pint every two months. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> they produce too much blood, which then affects blood yeah. pressure.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Also, the increase in muscle, uh, water retention, increases blood pressure. So, you've got to do regular blood pressure tests. Wow. You, know, you know, you've got to be on top of your health.
1: And they say it's, fact, easy, it's like, easy when you're on steroids.
2: <laughs> sorry, it easy because he's on steroids. No, it's actually the opposite. You know, if you're going to try and you know, reduce the risk as much as possible, there's a yeah. lot of work that goes into that. You know, there's still always going to be a risk.
0: Well, and then also and the, the cost of your, well, for men, the PCT.
1: Yeah. yeah,
2: if you're coming off PCT, mm-hmm. that's costly.
1: Yeah, that's if you're because com- uh, a lot of pros can go what a year two, yeah. But there, like I said, also depending on where you're using. Like if you're in Kenya using it for local shows, I'm sorry, but uh, I don't think it's there's enough it. money yeah, or it's worth it. Even yeah, me too. yeah, but if you're planning on doing bigger shows. Uh, yeah. somehow look at the country because in kenya uh, we've been looking for an endocrinologist who can just speak on hormones and it's like there's we've we're we've, we yet to find one so in the yeah. uk it's as easy as you know walking down the hrt clinic and they'll give you yeah. all this advice so sometimes just just think about uh, where you are yeah where where am i and do i have guidance to do this like like in Kenya, if you're starting with zero guidance, you're asking for trouble.
2: <laughs> yeah, the availability as well of quality steroids. Yeah. Like there's a lot of, you know, you think, how were they made? Have they been made in someone's dungeon, <laughs> you know, in a basement somewhere, dirty and filthy? Well, you yeah, know, like in europe there's a lot of really top level underground labs like germany for instance yeah they, they germany's are. got some of the biggest pharmaceutical production you know industry yeah and the like the small you know people knock on the fact that people build their own things and that's why a lot of recreational drugs come out of germany Netherlands yeah. because they've got good labs yeah. synthesized drugs same as steroids
0: yeah
2: but someone in kenya yeah you're where are those drugs coming from? You think, and that's why
1: we should probably... Because even if they're coming from, say, China, like, you're thinking yes. you're buying testosterone, but you're buying something that will give you... Yeah, how do you... Do it? You can't take it yeah. in Kenya. <laughs> so. you know, how are you going to test it in Kenya? Like, in the UK,
2: you can take your drugs and get them tested to make sure we are what we say we are. Mm. And mm. what's the legality in Kenya? There's no actual... It's not, I was going to say, mm. I don't think it is against the law in Kenya, because there's no laws on it, because there's not widely There's no, no, And yeah. there's no knowledge there, on it. Yeah. But there is, yeah. in the, for some reason the Kenyan Federation has decided they're obsessed. that they're going to run it their, like the Olympics team, and they just start banning people and doing drug testing. They're obsessed yeah. with it.
1: it's like all that's they why do. there's
2: probably you know, no reason to use it in Kenya anyway. And there's whether you even bother competing. But if you step up abroad to compete, you've got to realise the people you're competing against will be. Yeah. So if you pick, if you get a... Yeah, if you don't win a show there, don't think you're a failure. I think, yeah. well, <laughs> look at it for reality. Look at it for the reality and go, actually, I was the only natural guy on the stage, and I came third. Do That's
0: I amazing.
2: now yeah. go the next step, or do I think... Maybe I should end at some natural shows I'll probably do right. And yeah. that's the thing. You've got to decide what to do. Steroids aren't cheap. There is a health knock-on. Especially for younger guys, I think, because yeah. you're going to be using it for a lot longer. The, old, yeah. the, the longer okay. you leave it to use it, the lot less of your life you will be using it, so there's a lot less knock-on effect. Yeah. Um, you know, and if you've already got kids, that's also one less thing to worry about. You know, if you're in good... You've got to be... In, Peak health before you even start using steroids. If you've got any health concerns, apart from dwarfism, I wouldn't use them. <laughs> yeah. If you're a dwarf, you know, crack on. You know, you probably on them anyway.
0: So. Yeah. Well, it's. I think that that's it's the whole thing is so interesting. I mean, when we went to the UK for Leon's last show, it was such an eye opener. Like I said, I was so naive before. Yeah. But it, yeah. I mean, Leon as a natural stepped on that stage, and everyone else was huge and they were young they were 22
1: and then it's amazing how it's you know how here you start the topic and it's like (gasps) you're talking about
0: what yeah there's steroids it was
1: just so nice being able to you know like uh, discuss and and yeah just talk about it and discuss it and get information no one is judging and it's it's really
2: there's guys in every gym in the UK on steroids, and you go in there and you discuss it with them, and there's guys on it for the wrong reasons just to look good, and yet yeah, you got to places like Newcastle on a night out. Oh, yeah. Or, I remember when I was younger, Swansea was a big one. I remember and you were guys telling were mass- me. So they were all just taking steroids just to go about a daily thing and look massive. <laughs> um, I told you, when I went to strength for yeah. gym, I sat down in my car, yeah. and on the pa- on the floor was like various packets of or steroid see but <laughs>
1: we take it in the car
2: before going in the gym you know yeah and it's, it's, I it's a photo to Leon, and I was like yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> I think,
1: and it's good it's all there's knowledge so even a guy who's in sports yeah. by 15 years they know okay may, I, I don't need to be in a rush I can research more but it's all about getting the knowledge early and just knowing and it's it's, it, it doesn't become a big deal because like, that, here, yeah. Yeah, here it is a big deal it's very like, well there's no
2: knowledge there as well yeah but it might be something we've used we don't want to go into people's names and go into that but there's a lack of expert knowledge you can learn but now the good thing is there's an internet
0: yeah yeah yeah
2: there's people you can reach out to There's sites like train by jp where they put knowledge out yeah he's you. amazing and there's various people like that. there's podcasters, YouTube channels, I and mean, there's good information now out there. Gone are days where I wouldn't suggest listening to the old guy at the gym. Yeah. If guy's never been a pro bodybuilder, probably means he's doing something long if he's using steroids. Yeah, he's, he's,
1: he's abusing.
2: Yeah, well, and there's a lot of guys do that. And, and as you said, the law of diminishing returns, You used so much that actually the body... Isn't functioning properly. It's not using it accordingly. Yeah. So in fact, you can get away with a lot less. And I always like listening to like Threwad and Luke discuss it because when Luke was around and alive, yeah, he um he used a very small amount for, for the level he was at. Yeah. And he'd used a lot more in his life, but he reduced it right back because it's about finding
1: what how it?
2: little you can use and get a benefit from. So you start off really small and edge it up. And if you get a benefit, don't go any higher until you stops being a benefit.
1: And that's where the, that's where the young guys go. Like you're lying. That guy said a thousand, whatever. So
2: yeah, the guy in the gym, (laughs) who's never done anything. That's a problem, you know, um, and I also think, you know, you use, there's a lot of benefit in the early days of coming straight off, coming right off, spending long times, not on a cycle. You know, um, because you need your body to recover. There's a there's a big old thing with you know, blasting cruising in cycle usage where you pump it up really high for a period and come and down, down to like TRT. But, yeah. Which is probably great for guys who've been using steroids for a long time because if it come off completely, and professionals. they won't regain any levels.
0: Yeah.
1: And I guess if but you're it, a professional.
2: But, yeah, exactly, and yeah. you're top level. Yeah. But for guys who are just getting into it, you're better off coming off cycle, doing your PCT, then being off for a period of nothingness. Let your levels come up naturally. Yeah, you know, and different and there's different compounds for different purposes. As I say, that porn stars they love using clomid because it increases yeah. their jack <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah, because yeah, I was you going to. A clomid,
2: which is a drug. anyway. Um, but yeah, so... Because I was going you know, through a, the book. sportsmen. Not every no, that... sportsman's on the same thing. Yeah. No. But bodybuilders who use a lot of growth hormone and insulin. Uh, say a track athlete won't need that. They'll need something to, you know, maybe and, 10 to increase breathing lung capacity, you know, testosterone to recover from injuries and, and
1: keep, be able yeah, to keep the muscles. a bit with muscle. Yeah, the protein synthesis yeah. up anyway.
2: Yeah, exactly. is mm-hmm. a base to it all, essentially. It's a, you know, that is a base to everything, except for insulin and growth hormone. But BAS is is all st- testosterone. And that is basically what's used for protein synthesis. Um also recovery you know, you will on testosterone you'll recover from injuries quicker. Because mm-hmm. of protein synthesis, you repair cells quicker. Um you know, it's that's the thing you know it is about knowing that you're not going to get massive gains still even on testosterone your first maybe year or two you get your biggest gains if you're lucky 10 to 15 pounds of stage muscle which is huge yes after that yeah. it still drops down to like five pounds then down to two pounds yeah <laughs> i put on probably about two pounds stage muscle naturally this last year which is a crazy a thing than the for so it can be done Right. Yeah. But even putting on a pound of muscle—that's
1: a big thing.
2: Yeah, you know, it doesn't sound a lot, but actually, can be quite dramatic if it's put in the right places. That's why don't be in a rush to get on steroids because you, as a natural, can still—and if you're early in your bodybuilding career, you don't need to. Because try and maximise your natural potential first. Five, you know, five pound of lean muscle a year is a lot.
0: Yeah.
2: Now, if you're running out of time, that's when you know. If you're already in your 30s, and you've really been doing training for a while, and you've got your nutrition sorted, you've got your recovery sorted, and you've got every other aspect of your life sorted, and you know, offload as much stress as possible, There maybe, you know, it's your choice. I'm down to everyone making their own choices. Yeah. But maybe you want to do it because you don't have much time to, if you really, really want to compete, or you've been competing, you really love competing, but you know you need to get bigger. Times against you, so then maybe do it, but don't be in a rush. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those things where know why you want to do it exactly, and then weigh it up. It's, yeah, because it's not it's a lifetime commitment.
0: Mm-hmm. It is, and um, maybe yeah, and your health. Yeah, maybe we can touch on mental health
2: yeah i was was thinking about that just now when i said it because there is a link to steroid usage and mental health issues now it's a chicken egg situation there's a lot of bodybuilders with mental health issues right and that's why we get into bodybuilding that discipline stuff helps
1: yeah the routine
2: (laughs) problem is with testosterone and if anyone knows you know much about mental health is mostly affected it gets triggered during levels of puberty and it might be as a result of increased hormone activity oh, yeah. and increased levels yeah you know, as estrogen drops you, you there's an issue with when you've got low estrogen you don't generally have low serotonin production Estrogen's linked to serotonin production melatonin and dopamine right so therefore if it, if that drops off, your serotonin levels may not produce, and you may start suffering depression and anxiety based around serotonin production. So again, I, you know, I'm not an endocrinologist, so you know, you know I won't go to specific levels, but there is that link, you know, with dropping oestrogen and depression. So when you're taking androgenic steroids, I and mean, they affect your hormone balance you know a higher risk of developing a depression if you've already got depression of magnifying that anxiety being magnified so as i say you know you shouldn't rush into these things you know you need to make sure you're in a good place in your life you are healthy you are doing everything you've got all your big building blocks in place the big stones there anabolic it should be the last little tiny stone on top of the pile. That little flags that little cornerstone, that you know may make you, you know, your, your perfect bridge. But you don't necessarily need it in a lot of situations. Bodybuilding is one of those few situations where, as you climb that level, at some point you'll have to make a decision. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's it.
0: Yeah, I think I think that covers it all really well. And yeah, with with any of these things where you're sort of playing around with your your, your body with your hormones, with your mental health, you really have to yeah, get your why really firmly in place. Yeah. And um, like Andy and Leon were saying there's so much knowledge now I mean even just through Liz- Leon and his YouTube I'd, I've learned quite a bit about <laughs> sort of anabolic use who's yeah. using it how much they use it. I'm
1: always on anabolic docs page and
0: it, I, 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 <laughs> I even as a woman I find that really interesting I have no desire to to use any but I just I I've always liked the science behind bodybuilding and
2: yeah <laughs> Anabolic is a proper key topic as well. And
1: there's a lot of knowledge. As I said, yeah, I'm
2: reading for massive... Yeah, you saw... That... Knowledge, was... ...encyclopedia. And there's a lot of patients that's going to go in
1: my head. Yeah, I was telling you, on the encyclopedia, you see the list of the drugs and the yeah. compounds and it's, like, pages long. Pages long. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when you realise guys only know what? That, like, just very... Like
2: the tip of the iceberg like, yeah. it's like an iceberg, yeah <laughs> there's so much knowledge underneath yeah. from what people you see but I do think it's important for people who listening who go on Instagram and compare themselves to all these Instagram models to all these mm. men that are stacked on Instagram to realise they're probably using some compound that's why we can stay lean a lot of the time all year right right now, solid anabolics can pretty much have abs the whole year and still grow. Yeah, yeah. to a lesser degree, you may not may not be as chiseled as they are when they're in a deficit. But they'll see, it. and I think to a certain extent, yeah, you know, it's important for people to realise and not compare themselves to Instagram models or guys lifting weights on Instagram because it's not a level playing field. Um, but also bear in mind, those same people they may make it look easy on Instagram, but actually. They'd probably putting a lot of hard work in behind the scenes as well because yeah. you know rihanna Bullets don't just is a magic bullet but it does mean you can stay leaner mostly yeah even in a bulking phase so you see people go oh I'm, I'm bulking and we've still got abs you know like, you're you're like fast
0: yeah fast. i'm bulking yeah that's the same with women as well you know if you're yeah. seeing some chicks i mean some is genetics obviously but you know, you're seeing some women who are just uh you know Lady. Really muscular and trended at the same time. Like you say, Andy, the whole year. Then you have to be thinking. And they're still oh. putting muscle. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. So, and a lot of, actually, a lot of the Instagram model ladies will be using Anavar. Yeah. And that does give you that ability to put muscle stay relatively linear. And, you know, there's a lot more potential with it. So, but I, mean, I think the point here is just comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah, don't absolutely. Don't compare yourself yeah. to people that you may not be on a level playing field with. Some yeah. people are natural and they'll say we're natural on there. Take them at their word. Yeah. I don't think there's any benefit for people to say, oh no, if someone says they're natural, we're natural. You know, there's no point. One of the things that I always get annoyed with is when I get messaged a lot saying, well, what supplements are you using? <laughs> they don't mean what supplements I'm using. Yeah. <laughs> we want to know if I'm. Here. Yeah, yeah, say right. yeah. I'm, I'm sure. natural and, you know, I've had it in gyms in the UK, like, oh, what supplements do you take? Well, yeah, I just pretty <laughs> yeah. pre-workout. I love pre-workout, <laughs> but the fact is yeah. I'm not going use anabolics, and I, you can get to this level without using anabolics. Only when you get to this level
1: then start, should you yeah. even
2: think about it, it should even be a thought in your head, and even yeah. then, it should be a long road of
0: education and research and getting your health in
2: before you ever consider it
0: yeah, and I think it was important, and also a reason why we wanted to discuss it on the podcasts, um, not to make it a to do, uh, sorry, a taboo topic. Um, yes. You know, like in the UK, it's it's yeah, it's so it's so common. I mean, it's a bit weird that it's illegal, but everyone knows. Um, and you know, when I first sort of heard about, it, I was like, "Ooh, isn't that really naughty?" But you know, it's it's a choice. I mean, as women, we get breast implants I mean if you're taking anabolics you're changing your body it's kind of it's in same. a way it's similar and it's your body it's your some choice form of and it should be a, a you know a subject that you can talk about because otherwise you, like these guys have said you'll go to the guy at the gym and you yeah. know go to some secret place and get the drugs from who knows where whereas if you if you're you know can talk to someone who's open about it you can get the best knowledge that you can and make your a really informed choice yeah because yeah think, I agree
1: because it's it I've always wondered I'm like so assume you have men and probably women say in Kenya with uh, hormonal issues where where would you go to get your TRT therapy or your HRT or just, just someone, someone who, who can, can advise. advise.
2: When menopause, no.
1: Yeah, menopause. Menopause and...
2: in Kenya just have to suffer.
1: Yeah, because yeah. no one talks about it. No one even tells you. Oh, you know, there's TRT. There's an option, and you
2: yeah. can. Well, here's the funny thing. I've always <sighs> seen this in the West, though, women talking about menopausal treatments and HRT, hormone replacement therapy. Yeah. Are way more open about it than men talk about TRT. And there's
0: still a certain taboo mm. around TRT. Oh, yeah. Men and testosterone.
2: Men, <laughs> that, you know, people just don't talk about it, you know, things like, yeah, and there is the health benefits, you know, you're improving libido, you know, so bone yeah, density,
1: you, you're mood.
2: holding yeah. on to muscle. Yeah. You know, there is a lot of health, and actually prevention of depression in older men is linked to testosterone, and it's all about keeping it to a natural level. So there's health benefits to taking steroids, yeah. but in the right dose and when you're the right age to get that benefit. Yeah, being
1: overseen probably by a specialist also.
2: Yeah, Yeah, exactly, that's That's the the thing. In the the West, in the UK, in America, Europe, you can see a specialist. Yeah. Yeah. Not so much in the UK, but America, TRT clinics all
1: over. The yeah. 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 Oh, that's a business idea. We just need to find a specialist. And, uh... Just
2: need to get some <laughs> Kenyan to train as endocrinologists. Yeah. And then
1: yeah. I, I'm sure licensing to the government will be another issue because they'll be like, yeah, what, yeah, what, what is it? Ster- <laughs> Steroids? Like, no, it's therapy for men. Yeah, you know, just keep going with hormone replacement.
2: Just yeah. keep going <laughs> replacement. And they'll never understand it. Yeah. But that's the thing, you know. That's why I worry. That's so why I think people in Africa and Kenya and East Africa as a whole should be cautious about taking up steroid usage, especially because there
0: isn't uh, doctors to speak to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the support. And Again, you've got
2: to remember that because of the booing subject, if you use steroids and you go to a doctor to health issue, they'll blame the steroids, whether yeah. it's caused by steroids yes or, or not. Yeah. And you may get mistreated and misdiagnosed. Purely because you tell someone you're on steroids, so it's still even in the UK that happens, and a lot of bodybuilders don't. You know, doctors assume they're ill because of the steroid usage when it's actually not, because there's still not a lot of knowledge in the medical profession outside of endocrinology.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Gosh, so you got to be really cautious because yeah. the. Yeah, you, know, you need that support system in place, yeah. and don't just rely on the old guy at the gym um, trying to sell the steroids. <laughs> who's business. Yeah.
0: You know. So, would you guys recommend for all the men listening that, like, how often would you get your test levels checked? I mean, from what age? What advice would you give them? You Yeah, know
2: what? people should just get their bloods checked anyway. If you're training hard, and naturally, at least yearly, if you're natural. Just for general health checkups, yeah. I'm gonna do my bloods whilst I'm here in the UK. Um, I'm I did it at the same time last year,
0: yeah.
2: Um, so you know, yearly checks, you know, as I said, like last year, I had high levels of testosterone naturally, but I also had high levels of sex binding hormone. Which means the actual free testosterone in my body is not being used for, let's say, for tissue growth.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, it's just being yeah. bound and flushed out of my body,
0: yeah.
2: which is a bit annoying.
0: That's, that is uh, really
2: annoying. <laughs> when my coach suddenly goes, Oh, you've got really high testosterone. And he's he oh, like, really he The next level, like, what?
0: Oh,
2: what's no. just <laughs> yeah,
0: being wasted. Uh, <laughs>
2: so, you know, so, but it's good to keep an eye on checks because I don't think enough people, especially when you're training really hard, Yes, you're trying to be healthy. A part of that, you should just keep an eye on other parts: insulin sensitivity, yeah. heart health, yeah. blood pressure, things yeah. like liver health. Yeah. Keep an eye on it yearly. Then, if you want to start doing steroids, and you're doing steroids, you should be doing it way more frequently.
0: Yeah, and that is because, expensive. But <laughs> you've got before, to take that to exactly, count. I
2: was saying, it's yeah. expensive. Before taking a cycle, after taking a cycle, before retaking a cycle. You know, you're going to have to have a look at because you won't want to go back on the cycle until you've got all your health markers in place and your, exactly. your levels mm-hmm. back at yep. a uh, good rate. Then go. Um, so, and that is expensive. You yeah, know, you're talking, what, 15K, 20K, 20K for a blood test of all the hormone profiles and lipid levels. And,
0: yep.
1: And That's like twice a year. Geez.
0: It's a commitment. Yeah. So, you've really got to think <laughs> yeah. about that.
2: So, yeah, and, and your health is, health is wealth.
0: Absolutely. It you really know, so is.
2: You you don't want to, don't shortcut your health for anything. You know, if you're going and you put money into your normal supplements, if you're willing to spend money on steroids, you should be willing to spend money
0: on blood tests.
1: Yeah, on those supplements and the health checks. Yep.
0: Good. Well. I think we've, we've well we've covered the basics here. I mean, we can go really deep into it, and if anyone does know uh, an endocrinologist that would like basics. to come onto the podcast, yes, do let us know. Yeah. Um, that would be fascinating. Um, and yeah, if you have any questions at all about anabolics or. If you're using or you want to use, and you just want a bit of advice, I would not DM me. I don't think I'll be helpful. But Andy or oh, Leon can give no, you some Leon, good do, advice. DM me. Like yeah. Most of my advice
2: would be don't touch steroids. Yeah. Yeah. Nine <laughs> percent you know, of the people who think we need to use steroids don't need to use steroids.
1: Yeah, they just need to eat more, train hard,
2: yeah. sleep train more, train harder. Train harder. Yeah. And what's it, wasn't it, used You say don't piss out of steroids. Don't piss out of your training. Yeah. so you yeah, yeah, go yeah. hard 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 on training hard on your nutrition hard on your recovery and then once that's done you go light on the anabolics. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> i think that is great advice and on that good note we shall leave the episode here and thanks so much for listening